Hello and welcome to episode 285 of Keeping Up with the King. As we make our way through Matthew, and we are in Matthew chapter 28, all the way at the end. If this is your first time with us, well, welcome. Um, you joined at the end. So I would say, hey, go back and listen to the first episode before you get to 285. Anyway, we, we've been talking about Jesus, and these are the final words of Jesus recorded in the book of Matthew. Matthew, of course, is uh, a, a Jew writing to the Jews about the king of the Jews. And so hopefully you know that by now, because I've said that probably in at least a third of these episodes, uh, maybe all of them. But hey, we are in these last couple of sentences of Jesus um, on earth, and he, or at least as Matthew records. And so we'll start back at 18. We'll, we'll overlap a little bit what we've talked about before, but I'll try not to talk about stuff I've already talked about. Um, but hey, if I do repeat myself, you know what? Nothing wrong with that. Paul talks about that. And one of his letters talks about, hey, what was the Philippians that he says, hey, it's, it's, it's not, uh, it's not a problem for me to repeat these things because for you, it's good because we learn through repetition, which is partially why I say a lot of the same things over and over, um, in these podcasts is so that they will be repetitive and you will take them and you will know what I'm saying before I even say it. In fact, one of the ways I learned to, uh, just be able to share the gospel quickly was I went to a church uh, back in, in when I was in college and the pastor every week would share the gospel at the end of his sermon. And he would say almost the exact same things. And he would refer to the same verses, the same things week after week. And I always thought that was kind of odd. You know, I remember at the time thinking, you know, he always says the same thing. In fact, I know he's kind of done because he's saying these things. He's going to do the altar call. But what came out of that was a few things. Number one, uh, it was a clear presentation of the gospel. Number two, I learned a clear presentation of the gospel because he said it over and over and over. And thirdly, people there heard it and uh, heard it again and again and again. And uh, and uh, people responded. So good stuff. So anyway, hey, verse 18 says this, and Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all the things I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. So we've talked about most of this. Uh, we talked about, you know, go for their forth and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Uh, in verse 20, he says, teaching them to observe all the things I have commanded you. Now, this is a part of discipleship, right? We've talked about this before, about uh, being deliberate and training people up. But this is one of those things in my, in my life I've seen over and over. It's just, it's kind of mysterious to me. I don't really understand if people just don't know or if they're deliberately uh, well, let me back up a bit. He says, teaching them to observe all the things I have commanded you. You know, this is what Jesus is telling his disciples to go and be apostles. Go and teach other people the things I've taught you. And yet, it's so strange how many people I know that um, that will embrace certain aspects of Christianity but not all of it. You know, when things are going rough, they'll ask you for prayer. And 
when things are going good, they might have some positive words to say. But I can't tell you how many times I've had people talk to me and lament about the things that are happening in their life. You know, I'm, I'm being, you know, I was arrested. I was, you know, I, my wife left me and on and on and on. And, um, I mean, just there's so many different things that people have said, and those things might refer to you. And I don't mean to point to, um, I'm not thinking of any person in particular, but just, just people will bring up the situations and I've asked some of them like, you know, well, how's, how's your walk with the Lord? Now, some of them have, have found themselves in those situations have said things like, you know, I've really, I've literally let the, I've really let it slide. And usually they're not blaming God for their situation. Usually they're not lamenting why is this happening. Usually there's a, a certain degree of I understand. But there are others, though, that when I ask them, they'll say, like, no, me and God, we're good. I'm good with the Lord. And then I find out, oh, you, you were arrested for for possession of controlled substances? You were arrested for public intoxication? Your wife left you because you threatened to kill her? You know, whatever. And it's in, there's an inconsistency, right? There's that inconsistency. Like, wait a minute, you're not okay with the Lord. You're not. So the question is, do they really think that they are? Do they really think like, oh no, I'm good with the Lord. Or do they think something else? Are they thinking like, well, I don't want Mike to know. <laughs> no, who cares if I know, you know what? The purpose of the question is not so I know. The purpose of the question is, hey, do you know, <laughs> you know, and maybe they just don't. But it's one of those things, again, that I think is so important, just as we read this the way it's said, that I know for me, I mentioned this previously, that growing up, I heard the gospel a lot of times at summer camp, and I heard the, the message of salvation, but nobody said much about after that. I didn't hear a whole lot about, okay, you're a new creation now. So you're not going to live like everybody else. Here's the things you should do. Here's the things you shouldn't do, etc. All I heard was, you, you, you don't get to heaven by how good you are. It's not about how good you are. And I hear the, those words a lot. It's not about how good you are. I was at a, a mission trip one time, and I heard a girl speaking to a group of kids, and she said to the kids, it doesn't matter what you do. Jesus will forgive you. And I've often said about that, what she meant to say, I think, was it doesn't matter what you've done. Jesus will forgive you. Um, will Jesus forgive you for whatever you do? Um, well, yeah, that, but there's a there's a problem with that question or with that with that um, with that statement, because people I think people tend to hear it wrong. People don't hear like it doesn't you know, it doesn't matter if you know if you're walking with him, he, you're his. And if you, if you fall, if you stumble, you're still his. He'll forgive you. The problem is what we hear is, like, we have a stamp of approval. Like, you can just go and do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. You know, just will forgive you. Do whatever you want. And we forget these very important things about, um, well, one of those is that sin isn't bad because God forbids it. God forbids it because it's bad. It's harmful. It has negative fruit. It has negative consequences to you and to others. And so God is warning you, don't do these things. Not, not I've saved you so that you can go do these things that are going to harm you and harm others and harm my name and, and enslave you and bring shame to you. you know, 
No, no. And, and what I love about verse 20 is the way Jesus puts this, right? He says, teaching them to observe all the things that I have commanded you. Right? Did you catch that word? Because this is not a popular word in our modern uh, church culture. Commands, right? We like we hear the Ten Commandments and we think, oh, we're not under the law anymore. We're not under the law. We're under grace. We're not under the law. Yeah, but what did Jesus say? He said, teach them to observe the things that I have commanded you. Like, the things that I told you to do, teach them to do that. This is what, this is the reproduction of disciples, right? The disciples heard the message from Jesus. They saw it demonstrated in him. So they're supposed to go out and they're supposed to share it with others and demonstrate it to others. And then those will hear it from them, learn it from them, do it and demonstrate it to others. That's that's how it's supposed to work. You're supposed to be reproducing. You do the things that he commanded you to do. And then you teach others to do the things he's commanded you to do. But for some reason, and I don't know where this, how this snuck in, but you know, it is snuck in and, uh, and it's not new that it's stuck in. This has been uh, something that's been talked about a lot. It's talked about in the Bible. Um, this whole thing of a misunderstanding of grace, that don't use your liberty as a license for sin. Because sin isn't bad because God forbids it. God forbids it because it's bad. And when you get in the first John and John talks about, like, if you just don't care about the things that Jesus commanded, if you, if you're sinning willfully and you just don't care, you're just, that's just, you're just doing that. You need to wonder about whether or not you're really saved. Now you can go read first John and take that up with, with, uh, with him because that's what he talks about. He talks about those things. Like if you were just willing, willfully walking in sin, that's inconsistent with what a born-again Christian is supposed to be, what a person who is born of the Spirit is supposed to do and supposed to live. So, for those people that I ask, like, are you right with the Lord? What I find is those who are dishonest answer quickly. You know, if you're thinking about the state, am I right with the Lord? Yeah, yes. If that's your quick answer, I would, I'd be concerned about the quick answer. I'd be concerned about that. And I'd slow down and I'd say, wait a minute. Am I really, am I, am I doing the things he's commanded me, commanded me to do? And if not, it doesn't mean you're condemned. It just means you stop right then. You go, oh God, forgive me. Forgive me for not walking in, in your wisdom. Forgive me for not following your your commandments, Jesus. Forgive me for doing things my own way, for living my life for myself while carrying a banner that says, I follow Jesus. Forgive me for my words or for my life not be consistent with the things that I say I believe. And then get on with following the Lord, walking in his peace, walking in his wisdom, walking in his spirit. Because there's really no better way to live than that. I guarantee it. God bless you. Talk to you next time.